98.5 The Bull with Tig and Good Morning Daniel. Uh, they ask Ed Sheeran if you would ever play the Super Bowl. You know, the Super Bowl halftime show is in the news right now because recently they were uh, they eliminated Lizzo from the uh, possible candidates on account of the uh, controversy out with Lizzo. They she said, said she, she was, was being mean to people and stuff. people, body shaming her, backup dancers, things like that. A lot of people dropped deals with her, taking her off podcasts, things like that. Uh, but they asked Ed Sheeran, they said, Ed, would you play the Super Bowl? And here's what he had to say about that. A while ago, I think it was when Coldplay did it, where of me going on to play Thinking Out Loud, and I think that would be the only way that I would do it is if I was joining someone else. I think it's an American thing. I don't have pizzazz. Prince, you watch Michael Jackson, you watch Katy Perry, you watch Lady Gaga, you watch Rihanna, you watch Beyonce, right. like all these amazing performers. I'm just not that. That's not me. I would do it as a guest. And then I could say I did the Super Bowl with. All right, so he says he doesn't have the pizzazz that it would take to conduct a Super Bowl halftime show. If you had to, right now, decide who plays the Super Bowl halftime show in 2024, who's it going to be? Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. But I, I, guess, I guess they want people who are younger because of the demo they're trying to attract. Uh, who else will be good? I mean, my knee-jerk reaction right now would either have to be Taylor Swift or Morgan Wallen. Could be. Yeah. I mean, if Taylor Swift did it, it would be humongous. And you, you're talking about getting some, like, female viewers, oh, which yeah. would be the biggest thing in the world. The thing about the Super Bowl halftime show is, though, is that I, I've enjoyed them a lot of years, but it's such a big risk for the performer, you know, in a way, because if you blow that, like the Janet Jackson thing, like now you don't even realize that Janet Jackson, I mean, you know, she's a singer, but that's the number one thing she's famous for. If you think about Janet Jackson, you think, oh, she had her top off during the Super Bowl or something. It's such a risk. It's like singing the national anthem. If you sing it good, Everybody just kind of claps. But if you blow it, it's viral and everybody's making fun of you. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's the thing about Taylor Swift. She wouldn't try anything like that. Um, she's already been doing stadiums. Mm -hmm. She's touring right now. It, this would be, to me, no better option than her. I think Morgan Wallen would probably be a big draw, too. He's lost his mullet, though. Is that going to hurt him? Because I, I see people who are mad at him. Wow, so he's gotta, he'll grow it back real quick. <laughs> All right, we'll, see, we'll have to see who's... Uh, you know you can bet on who's going to sing in the Super Bowl, too? If you feel that strongly, Daniel, go to a betting website and put some money on it. And I mean, if you had to bet, who would you bet on? Probably her. You think it'll be her? Is she in contention? Do we know? I. Th what do you mean, is she in contention? I think that they would have to beg her to do it. Oh, sure, yeah. Y she's not sitting around waiting for the Super Bowl to call her. Yeah, if she called them, they would be like, absolutely, please, God, come down. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, that would be the biggest Super Bowl show in years if they did. 98.5 The Bull on today's Hot Country. Your Tiger Daniel Party Cup Pass gets you to stay at the River Spirit Casino Resort uh, Hotel and then dinner and then Russell Dickerson. That is 740. Hey, Daniel. Got to work this morning, and one of the uh, reporters from News on 6 was walking in. Uh, she was walking in the doors. I was walking in. All of a sudden, she starts to jump around, uh, very excited, uh, upset. I was like, what in the world is going on? A cricket had gotten onto her. <laughs> oh, and one of our reporters upstairs. Yeah, and everywhere six. she hopped outside were crickets and grasshoppers. So I was wondering, and I think you pointed this out the other day, what the heck is going on? Why there's so many crickets and grasshoppers out right now? Turns out, I did, I did many, many seconds of research, and it turns out, Tig, that they're attracted to the weather. Or the weather, when there's a drought during the summer, you know, we had a long time there with no rain. When you see a drought like that during the summer, tons and tons of crickets and grasshoppers out there. That's why we're seeing, I mean, there well, must be 50 of them outside, right on the sidewalk oh, leading into the door. They're everywhere. They're at my house in Midtown. They're here downtown at the radio station. But what is the logic? Are they looking for water? No, the logic is during that drought, it causes a whole bunch of uh, numbers of crickets to reproduce for whatever reason. Oh. And that's why there's, there's no like reason. They're mm. just during the drought, tons of crickets were born. So there you go. And according, I didn't know this, but according to uh, the internet, it, they say here in Oklahoma, it's bad luck to kill a cricket, even on accident. That's what I heard. That's what my little boy told me. I had, there was a cricket in my garage, and I, I kind of used my flip-flop to kick him away, but my son thought I had stepped on it and killed mm -hmm. it. And he's like, Dad, that's bad luck. I said, all I did was move it. I had no idea it was bad luck, though. I had no idea. Why would I kill a grasshopper? They don't bother us, do they? Other than they jump on They're our reporters. They're a little scary. <laughs> so. Well, when Caden was here, I used to try to, I would try to pick up one off the ground, throw it onto him. Mm -hmm.
And then we were eating at a restaurant, and I had put one in his jacket pocket. And during the meal, it hopped out. And I thought, uh-oh, they're going to kill this poor grasshopper, and I'm never, I'm going to feel terrible. Guy got up, carefully caught the grasshopper, went out and released it. So I didn't know it was bad luck to do so. Yeah, why are we messing with grasshoppers anyway? They don't really bother us, do they? I mean, they're fairly scary, but uh, a lot of people don't like to be covered in bugs, Doug. Fair enough. But they don't bite, do they? They bite grass. <laughs> and they hop on it. Yeah, they, yeah they, that's their name. Those little legs are kind of like needles. Here's uh, Kane Brown on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull with Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. Tig, I guess I've been to a few weddings, and uh, I went to my buddy Warren's wedding, and they had koozies made, custom-made koozies they handed out. I thought, what a nice uh, idea for a wedding, a nice little wedding gift. I've been to one that uh, I think they gave the guests, like, a measuring spoon or something. <laughs> How exciting. It was like a set of like measuring, like love and, you know, patience and all that and equal mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, have, have you been to a wedding that had a, a party favor of note that you were impressed with? Just free drinks. Just the drinks. Just yeah, the open but, bar. But I do have a drawer, and I think we all have this, of koozies. Mm -hmm. You know, where you, 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 like, do you throw away a koozie or do you save it? So I've got a Ziploc bag full of koozies where... Oh, yeah, I remember when I went to that wedding. Oh, I remember when I went to that wedding. Are they divorced? Are they still together? You know, you play that little game. And, um, yeah, so it kind of reminds you of good So you memories. have a bag of wedding koozies and a Ziploc bag. I do. That seems like something a serial killer would have, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, hot new trend right now? You'd never guess it. Hire a tattoo artist so guests can get inked at your reception. That's crazy. Well, why is that crazy? Some people, if you, you know, that love tattoos... Well, is it like the koozie where you have to get a tattoo of the people getting married, like their names? I'm imagining uh, you could get whatever you wanted. I, I don't think they could just make you. They're not going to make you get, like, Tig and Britney's wedding. Yeah, good, because I would hate to get a tattoo, and then four years later they get divorced, and you're stuck with a silly tattoo. I worry that if you had a um, a tattoo artist at a wedding and an open bar, that could lead to some trouble. Oh, my God. You're right. Daniel has a reputation of, um, he's been to some fundraisers for my kid's school. And Daniel, he's like normal at first, and then you get a drink in you. And then, and then he goes over and bids on things at the mm -hmm. silent auction. So I could see where maybe you otherwise would not get a tattoo. However, if there's an open bar, a few drinks in, you go, that sounds like a great idea. And you wake up hungover with a tattoo. <laughs> Wind, double whammy. Something about weddings, if there's an open bar or if you're at that rehearsal dinner, for some reason, I don't know why we do this, we tend to go way too overboard. I went to a wedding down in Texas a few years ago, and I wasn't in the wedding. I didn't really know these people, but I sat with all the groomsmen, and all these groomsmen had known each other for years. So I guess what groomsmen do when they're in a wedding together, they try to kill each other with alcohol. And my little self was right there with them, shot for shot, <laughs> drink for drink. And you didn't even, so you must have been sort of uncomfortable. I was and uncomfortable, also, and I was, like, trying to bond with these dudes. And these are all big, giant, like, big dudes. Yeah. And I'm only, like, five foot eight. And so I'm trying to drink the wine with them and the whatever. And then uh, at some point, I tripped over a gin and tonic and fell into a coffee table. The problem was the coffee table was glass. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like set up a little bit and uh, looked around and I looked down at my wrist. I had cut, you know, like on the side of I it. I still see a mark. Yeah, it's a scar. Now, it didn't get the, the, the dangerous part, but it got here on the edge. Well, everybody at, at the wedding had also been drinking. So when they see me fall through this coffee table and see some blood on my arm, what do you think they do? They freak. They panic. 911 mm -hmm. is called. This guy jumps up. Takes his belt off, puts it around me like a, a tourniquet. tourniquet. Yeah. yeah, I guess because they had thought I had cut my wrist wrist part. They thought you had hit the veins. Freaks me out, too. Yeah. And uh, then they had to load me into that ambulance and uh, <laughs> take me on to the hospital. <laughs> then I'm laying in that hospital, and i you know, not in good shape there. And I had to lay there a long time, and finally I was thinking about escaping from the hospital. That's because I was out of my mind. Mm -hmm. I was there till like 4 in the morning in the hospital, and then I leave... And as I'm walking, I get back to the hotel that I'm staying at. As I'm walking back, the doorman or whatever sees me from a distance. He's like, well, somebody's had a wild night. And then as I get closer, he realizes I'm all bandaged up, covered in blood. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Is your kid made a murder? <laughs> but, you know, you think it'd be embarrassing that if an ambulance had to take you off after you've fallen through a coffee table. Mm -hmm. Actually, that was, it saved me a lot of embarrassment. Because if you fall through a coffee table and then you just got to stand up, got to brush yourself off and 
you know, walk away. Mm-hmm. That's way more embarrassing than an ambulance taking you out, wouldn't you think? I don't know. It's a lot of commotion when an ambulance shows up because then everybody wants to see what's happening and they walk over towards it. They see you on the stretcher. Yeah, but thankfully for the ambulance, I didn't have to talk to anybody or, you know. Mm-hmm. Then yes, then the next day at the wedding, I got there to the wedding and I, I was like, hey, yeah. guys, I didn't do anything embarrassing last night, did I? <laughs> I would imagine the bride didn't like that because... Now the attention's on you at the wedding. Everybody's like, hey, man, are you okay? Are you? Know. Oh, Let me tell you who didn't like it at the time. Your girlfriend. My girlfriend at the time. <laughs> because she had told me. She Thought said, listen, she was, in the, she was in the wedding. She's like, look, I'm tired. I got to go back with the uh, ladies of the wedding, whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. The, what, the bridesmaids. bridesmaids. Yeah, and she's like, I'm tired. You know, please no tomfoolery tonight. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to hang out with these guys. She has to come to the wedding. I mean, she had to come to the hospital. And uh, she was up all night, so yeah, she, she was, was not too thrilled with you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I started to get back into the ambulance once. <laughs> once I was dealing with her. Tig and Daniel on ninety-eight-five The Bull. Ninety-eight-five The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning. You know that uh, concert that it was at TU. It's the first concert they've had um, since New Kids on the Block in nineteen ninety, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, they had that big concert. Who, who was all there, Daniel? It was uh, Motley, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Leopard, and uh, Alice Cooper. Which, you know, that's cool, man. However, if you live across the street from the stadium, it's a little bit jarring. And uh, so some people over there were like, hey, you know, we're actually cool with concerts. That's fine. But I guess because it's been 30 years, they didn't really have it really smooth over there. And like one lady's like, my kid. And I, I relate to this lady. When you have a baby and that kid goes to sleep and it's hard to get your kid to sleep and then something wakes it up, you're furious. You know, I remember... Uh, Three days after the 4th of July, teenagers shooting fireworks in the street, and they were waking up my kid, and I got pretty mad at them. But can we be reasonable about this? It brought so much money over to TU, and it happens. It hadn't happened in 30 years. Yeah. Like, if something wakes up your kid once every 30 years, can we can move on from that, can't we? <laughs> Next time Should we be furious up, about that? He'll be 33, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right. I saw this. Some people were upset about it. Well, uh, I kind of get it on both well, sides. Once every 30 years, I think they can deal. But I got to say, the neighbors weren't mad. They just said, maybe there's a better... Because also, you know what happened, too, is that TU, it was also move-in day. Mm-hmm. And so they have all this commotion, and then kids are also trying to move into dorms, and you can't find a parking space, and you're trying to get your uh, mini-fridge up there, and you're parking a mile away. I, I guess it was a little difficult on some people. Um, but the university says, look, we made a ton of money on this. We're going to build you guys a Starbucks and a Chick-fil-A now. By all means, I would say. Let's do all the, yeah. Have Let's more concerts have if it brings concert more stuff weekend. to us, right? Yeah. What do you think? So, you know, they'll benefit from it. I get it. But uh, that's pretty cool, those outdoor concerts. It's all Dominion on 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. Okay. It's 98.5 The Bull on a Friday. Hey, Daniel. These scammers are getting good, buddy. Over on Easter, uh, my sister was talking to her sister-in-law, and her sister-in-law said, oh, i got to run to the store right quick uh, to get, like, some cake mix for Easter or something like that. So um, my sister said, all right, I'll talk to you later. A few minutes later, she gets a text from her sister-in-law, Hannah, that said, hey, uh, I'm at the grocery store. I left my wallet at home. Would you mind Venmoing me $300 so I can pay for these groceries? My sister sent her the $300, saw her sister-in-law later on and said, uh, you know, did you get your groceries and everything? I sent you the $300. She goes, what? Oh, no. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do that. Happened to be a scammer. Just caught right place, right time kind of thing. It was just a coincidence that she was actually going to the store, and then your sister gets a message about, yes. I need some money because I'm at the store. And my sister was furious. Who could do this? Who could do this on Easter? Scammers are getting good. Mm-hmm. Laying there in my apartment, in my house, excuse me, last night, I get a uh, a text from a number. I don't, I don't know this number. It's an 877 number. It's got a link at the top of it, and the link on the iPhone is blue. And it said, Cindy sent you a DoorDash gift card. Ready to open your gift, question mark? Stop to end. Now, lady works here named Cindy. Are you clicking on that link? No. Why not? What I think the best practice is to go ahead and text Cindy because you've got her phone number, and ask her, hey, did you send me a gift card? But I feel like that would be rude, because then that's going to make her think, hey, am I supposed to send these guys a gift card for some reason? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't click it. So I want you to think about, well, did but you if, click you don't, it? if you don't click it, you don't know what's you never, You're never going to know. And so, this could be like, this could be a, 
$50 gift card. Who knows? Or it could be a complete scam. So I want you to consider for two minutes and 41 seconds, just long enough for Scotty McCreary to tell us that it matters to her. And then we'll come back, and I want you to give you your to, final answer. You want me to guess whether you click the link or not? No, I want you to guess whether or not it's a scam. I've okay. researched this. I've gotten on Google. I've spent many, many hours researching this, and I've got the answer here. Okay, so we'll get to that. What tension on 98.5 The Bull? The big reveal in three. The brain of like a kid. Uh, on the phone with us is uh, Emily and uh, Blake. Emily, how are you this morning? I am good. How are you? Good. Wanted to check and uh, is Blake in a good mood today? Because if he's in a foul mood on a Friday, we don't want to put him on. Oh, no. He's in a great mood. Will you check with him and make sure he's not going to cuss once we put him on the radio? Uh, he said he's not. <laughs> All right. So, so we do have verification of that. All right. Uh, Blake, how are you this morning? Good. How old are you, buddy? Ten. Ten years old. So I've written some questions here for a ten-year-old. I understand you like uh, hunting, fishing, football, that kind of thing? Yep. All right. I'm not very manly, Blake, so this was hard for me to come up with questions about deer hunting and stuff. But uh, I've got some questions here. We'll play the kids' quiz. And if you can get enough of these right, you're going to win a Tig and Daniel prize pack. How does that sound this morning? It sounds good. All right, Blake. Here we go. Up first, how many points is a safety worth in football? Uh, and if Always you, have your mouth What? No, how many points is a safety worth in football? If somebody scores a safety. Am I explaining it right, Tug? Yeah. Oh, um, it's a turnover? No, how many points? Oh, how many points? Got to have an answer, Blake. Uh, Bang. Two. Two points. Blake, up next. A male deer is called a buck. A female deer is called a doe. But what is a baby deer called? Calf or is it a fawn? I thought it was called a fawn, but uh, Tyga, I will let you be the judge. It's a fawn. Yeah, it's a fawn. It is. All right, we'll give you that one. You did. Uh, you did get that correct. Up next in fishing, what is used to catch bass? Um, spinnerbait. Or uh, I think that would be that would all be considered a, a lure. So we'll give you that one as well. Lure is what I was looking for. Blake, who is the mascot oh, for Oklahoma State? If you need a hint, you can ask Ty to uh, help you out a little bit. Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete is correct, please. The bell. And finally, Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback for which NFL team? Yes. I mean, uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. Kansas City is correct. And with that, uh, you have now defeated... Tiger Daniel, the Tiger Daniel quiz, Kids Quiz. We're going to get you a set up here with a uh, Tiger Daniel prize pack. It's a Bluetooth waterproof wireless speaker. Uh, also, I think like there's some T-shirts, stuff like that in there. Would you like a picture of Tiger to go in there with it? Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you always pick out the worst pictures to give to people. Tiger, all pictures of you are the worst pictures. What do you oh, mean? Okay. What do you want all to right. picture well, somebody else? <laughs> all right. Well, look at you go, Blake. Uh, congrats on the win. And uh, Daniel's still coming up. we got another contest we got to play because we're playing for Russell Dickerson and the Tiger Daniel Party Co. Pass. You can stay at the River Spirit Hotel and Casino. We'll pay for your dinner if you get qualified and win the Tiger Daniel Party Co. Pass coming up at 740. Tiger Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. You see all the uh, records? Zach Bryan broke at the uh, BOKS 98.5 The Bull. And, you know, about attendance records and things like that, but they also measure, they have other data. And one of the uh, data points is the concession stands. So on Friday night, Zach Bryan's first show, he beat out everybody that's ever performed at the BOK as far as concessions sold, I guess, beers and hot dogs and things. He also beat out anybody that's ever played there as far as merchandise sold goes. So he set a record on Friday night, but that record got broken. By Zach Bryan on Saturday night. He, he had here. set a record on Friday, and then he bro broke those records again on Saturday. I've been here for three years. I haven't seen anything like it. People were lined up to get in the door for hours. Uh, Officer Chris, a police officer here in town, said that uh, people were lining up to get inside the BOK Center as early as like 6 that morning. In the, in the morning, There yeah. was a long line for the merch uh, like trailer outside. You know what else I didn't see, which kind of surprised me? I didn't see one bit of trouble. I didn't see anybody fighting. I didn't see any altercations. I didn't see anything like that. I'm not saying that didn't happen. I'm just saying I didn't see anything like that happen. Yeah, especially with so many people there, you think just the odds 
will be the something's going to go down eventually. Ooh. I went but, to a music festival one time, and it was sponsored by Jack Daniels. Now, that's hard liquor. Yeah. That's liquor. And uh, it was in a stadium, and I think it was like George Strait was there and like all these other artists. And as the day went on, you could just kind of like pan around this big stadium. It was somewhere down in Texas. You just see fights breaking out all over the Everywhere. place. It was like a big giant saloon in the Old West. Just, yeah. I don't know that liquor is the best thing to have at a big giant football stadium. Especially if you're there all day. You know, you start early and then by 7 p.m. you're in a... You're in space. You're in a world of hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and especially if you wake up the next day and your butt has been beat and you're hungover and been beat up. Yeah, hangover is one thing, but to wake up and you're bleeding and your eyes are black. <laughs> Double whammy there. But but everybody but seemed to be getting along at that show, so I can't I wait hear, for him to come back. Yeah, so uh, Zach Bryan uh, setting records all over the place. Broke his own records. Ain't that crazy? It's 98.5 The Bull moments away from Russell Dickerson tickets with our bull fight. Ninety-eight-five, the bull with Tig and Daniel, and here we go, Daniel. We got the uh, bull fight brought to you by Optimum Complete today. We're fighting over Russell Dickerson tickets and the Tig and Daniel Party Cup Pass. If you win the grand prize, you'll be staying at the hotel for free, and uh, we'll get your dinner, and then you go see Russell Dickerson. Who do we have today? Today we have Tiffany. She works at a thrift store. Uh, where's the thrift store located, Tiffany? In Bartlesville. Bartlesville. What's the name of the store? It's Ability Works. All right, go to Ability Works today. Get some thrifted items from Tiffany and uh, good luck to you taking on Tiffany today is Trey and Trey's a lineman explain us to us what a lineman does uh, swap out power poles hang up uh, electric lines and all that good stuff you ever been uh, shocked a little bit because I hear every electrician has been shocked at some point uh, no, I don't want to be shocked by that. It's a lot worse than being shocked like an electrician. Okay, good. Just saying like an electric fence, Tig. This would be the end of him if he got shocked. Oh, okay. Well, good. I'm glad Ty, you got shocked. you have ever received the shocker, Tig? Oh, yeah. You get the shocker a lot, huh? I have before. All right, guys. These are Disney songs. I'm going to give you the Disney song, and you're going to tell me the movie that it's from, all right? All right. Hello, guys? We'll try. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Trey, are you guys out there working on the lines and uh, singing Disney songs all the time or what? Oh, yeah. Okay, I thought so. All right, uh, Tiffany, up. We'll start with you. The song, Under the Sea. Oh, The Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid is correct. Trey, the song is called Belle. B-E-L-L-E. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. That is also correct. Tiffany, the song, We Don't Talk About Bruno. Oh, um, Encanto. Correct. Trey, gets a little tougher here. The song, Hi-Ho. And that, what do they um, say, Tig? Hi-Ho, Hi-Ho, it's off to work we go. Snow White and Seven Doors. That is correct. Tiffany. The song, Be Our Guest. Oh, is it um, um, The Beauty and the Beast? That is also correct. Trey, this is a tough one. Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. I want to say this movie would have been in the 90s. I don't uh, know that one. That from the movie Hercules. Hercules. Oh, yeah. Tiffany has three. Trey has two. Two questions to go. Tiffany, the song, I've Got No Strings. Uh, Toy Story, I don't know. That would be Pinocchio. Oh, man. Pinocchio. Trey. The song is Part of Your World. Part of Your World. Aladdin? That would be The Little Mermaid. Tiffany has three. Trey has two. Tiffany, if you get this one right, you take the whole thing home. If you don't and Trey gets the next one right, you'll be tied up. 
Okay. Tiffany, the song, When You Wish Upon a Star. Cinderella. I don't know. Incorrect. That would also be from yeah. Pinocchio. Oh. When Jiminy the Cricket. All right, Trey, you got to get this one right to tie it up. And the song is... Gaston. G-A-S-T-O-N. That'd be Beauty and the Beast. That is correct. It is Beauty and the Beast. So, therefore, we are tied up. Tig, explain how a tie-breaking situation works while I get the... All right, guys, this next question is for the both of you at the same exact time. It's both your questions. And um, just buzz in using your name. Just yell out your name, and then we'll give you an opportunity to answer. So whoever buzzes in first has the first chance to, to crush this tiebreaker. You ready, Daniel? All right. The tie-breaking song is Mother Knows Best. Tiffany. Tiffany, Go. Rapunzel. I will look to the judge. Uh, I, I the, don't know. I can't judge this. I don't know anything about let it. Let me finish. Uh, the movie is about Rapunzel, but it is called Tangled. I feel like that is going to have to be a... All right. The next tie-breaking question. The song is called I'll Make a Man Out of You. Trey, Mulan. Trey says Mulan, and that is correct. The bell, please. All right, Trey, you've defeated Tiffany in the 98.5 The Bull fight. You've won those tickets. Now it's up to you. Are you going to hold on to those, or would you rather give them to Tiffany? Yeah, I'm going to hang on to them. All right, well, Tiffany, I, I hate that for you, but you're still qualified to win. The next 30 days All here right. on 98.5 The Bull. Trey, who are you going to take to the show with you? My wife. Hey, now. What's her hey name? Now. Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Date night. Y'all going to go to dinner beforehand, maybe? Uh, I'm hoping to win the big, uh, the, the big deal. Oh, the big deal. Hey, now. <laughs> That's the Tiger Daniel Party Cove Pass. The grand prize of that, you win a night stay at the River Spirit Hotel and Casino. You also, Tig, mm -hmm. would get dinner for two at Fireside Grill. Yeah, so and we'll tickets to the show, and then you and Jesse would have the option. If you do win the grand prize of me staying there in the room with you guys, that's totally up to y'all. Okay. <laughs> Don't sound so excited, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I think it's a no. All right, well... I thought this was pretty cool. It's totally free. It's uh, something I think your kids will remember. But tonight, if you want to look up in the sky, good morning, it's 98.5 The Bull. You know that Elon Musk, that uh, that super genius or whatever he is, and he bought Twitter and all mm -hmm. that. Uh, he's also got satellites that fly around the globe. And tonight, you can actually see them. They put them, I don't know what the deal is, but they. I've seen the International Space Station fly over, and that was really cool. Um, but Elon Musk launched these satellites, and they're like in a row. It's like a line of satellites. And tonight, uh, just after 9 o'clock, you can look up in the sky and you'll see them fly over our area. How about that? I'm just glad you pointed out that that was free. Well, I, I just always think about everything I, costs money, but this would be something that the kids would love and mm, you don't have to pay for it. Finally. I hate every time I go up and look in the sky and I got to pay somebody. You know what I'm saying, Daniel, because so many things you could do tonight would cost money, but I'm saying, hey, there's free I'm entertainment. Not make, I'm not making fun of you. Now, what was the price of looking up at that satellite again? <laughs> it costs nothing to look up. <laughs> and then tomorrow, it even is a better flyover. Tonight's like tonight's, a little bit. But tonight is free, but tomorrow's also free, or they're yeah, charging both, tomorrow? Both free. But, okay, let me make a note of this. Both nights. But anyway, free. these satellites are going to fly over Tulsa tonight. Free and to look up at sky. Just after 9 o'clock. And tonight is going to be pretty good. Tomorrow is going to be really good as it's going to fly right over our heads, this uh, string of satellites. Now, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. How much does it cost to look up at that moon? I'm, it's about to cost you a punch in the face. <laughs> well, for real. Well, how much? But not, in all seriousness, how much does it cost to look it's at the moon? It's free entertainment. That is also free. Yes. Okay, hold on. Let me write this down. Moon, free to look at. Why do I do something where I think that it's a nice thing to mention so that people are reminded, and then you just make fun of me all morning? I'm not making fun of you, Tig. I, I agree. 
You look at those satellites, people are Venmoing this Elon Musk. It's important to point out that it's free to look up at the satellites, and I'm not even joking around. This, that's how he got so rich. And if you do hit me and knock me out, how much to see those stars? You'll be seeing stars. How much will they charge? That's what I'm asking. Okay, Daniel, listen. Okay. I'm just curious. What time will they come through? About 9 o'clock. How much to look at your watch to see what time they when it gets close to 9 o'clock? <laughs> you are such a jacket. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Pool. And Daniel, what's the weather like tomorrow? After we see the satellites tonight, we're going to wake up yes. tomorrow. I know it's going to be a brutal. It's going to be 105 degrees. Dang. Now, that is a hot day. It's really too hot to do anything but go to Paradise Beach Water Park. You think, well, summer's over. The kids are back in school. Not at Paradise Beach, buddy. Mm-mm-mm. I've been out there twice already this summer with my boy. And what's great is is that they've got the big boy slides if you want to do that. If you'd rather just take it easy and uh, get a cabana or roll around the lazy river. They got it all at Paradise Beach Water Park. By the way, you don't have to worry about eating. Um, it's always fun to get a funnel cake. You know, they got that kind of stuff, uh, chicken on a stick, and then they got the uh, regular food, too. It's just a fun place to be. Yeah, go hang out in a cabana. I mean, it's a great, Paradise great way Beach. to spend a Saturday and a Sunday. Don't forget, still happening. School's back in session. Celebrate uh, returning to school by going to Paradise Beach. So whether you're looking for heart-pounding thrills, which I've had a heart-pounding thrill out there before. <laughs> they got some big slides. Or just a relaxing day in the sun. Paradise Beach Water Park is open this weekend. I was going to tell you all about how some satellites are going to fly over tonight, but Daniel doesn't want me to tell you about it. I was Tag's upset that I was making fun of him earlier because he before he told us about the satellites coming over, he said it would be free to go outside and look at the satellites. <laughs> Uh, you got fall ball starting back up? Yeah, fall ball. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you parents, and I, I know parents, and I only have one kid. And I, and I am just, I'm so busy that I can't believe it. And I couldn't imagine you parents. God bless you, two, three, four kids, and each are playing a sport and all this. And then my son comes to me and he goes, Dad, I think I'd like to play fall ball. And I said, you're kidding. And he goes, no, I want to play fall baseball. And and so now here we go again. I thought the fall was going to be we'll just go trick or treat every now and then, whatever Thanksgiving, watch college football. But uh, man, life gets so busy. I'm honored to do it and I'm glad to do it. But it doesn't mean you're not just worn out. It seems like parents today. I don't have any kids. I don't have no dog in the fight. But it seems like parents today won't give you a good old fashioned no anymore. You're probably right. I'm probably like, guilty. Let me be my dad, Houston, back in the day, and uh, you be me, little Daniel, and you ask me if uh, you know. Can I play fall ball this? Hey, hey, Dad. You know I love you know I love baseball. Would and a bunch of my friends at school they're getting together and they're putting a team together for fall ball. No. <laughs> Not an yeah. exaggeration. I, when I was a little kid, wanted to join the Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll I'll do that too if you want. Do what? I'll act it out. Okay. Go ahead. Hey, Dad. A bunch of my friends at school they're they're earning badges. I'd like to join the Boy Scouts. No. <laughs> the uniform's too expensive. <laughs> the uniform costs too much. And your dad was not a broke guy. Mm-mm. Both of my parents. He just parents, didn't want to do it. They were smart. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't want to be hauling me around all these Boy Scout meetings and all that. And then, you know, I'm trying to get my dad to join it. But the reason they gave was that the uniform cost too much. And it was $30. Yeah. I don't know. There may be something to that, man, because uh, my parents told me no all the time. Like, you just... I've never heard you tell your son no. That's crazy. I haven't heard it. But he's he's also not the kind of guy that asks for anything unreasonable either, though. Yeah, he just wants to play baseball with his buddies and stuff. Um, But, you know, I do think about... Are we nicer to our kids than than our parents were to us? Yeah. Like, maybe overly nice? You think so? What What is that? Why? I think just each generation, the parents get a little nicer because they're, they're kind of like what they call it, like breaking the cycle. Yeah. You know, my mom, her parents were very, 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 like super strict. I'm like, Mom, when'd you go on your first date? She's like, 24. Oh, my God. No, that's, that's an exaggeration, but there was no like dating and things like that for her. So and then they when I came along, I thought they were a little strict because they wouldn't let me join the Boy Scouts. And then now I think if I had kids and they wanted to join the Boy Scouts, I would say yes. You would do whatever you could to afford the uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, <laughs> they could. Like, that's the thing. They could afford it. There was no like 
financial struggle there. It was just, they just no. didn't, yeah, not going to do it. <laughs> I mean, so, it, it's I'm kind sorry, of I'm funny, but it's, no, no. I, I mean, I kind of, I see their point. If they knew that there was this much involved, they didn't want to, you know, be running around. Like I said, I am honored to do that stuff for my little boy. However, it doesn't mean that you're not totally exhausted after three and four games a week, and then you, you got a, I got a job to work. And this, let me run this down though. Your kid plays football. No, not football. He plays baseball, mm-hmm. basketball. Mm-hmm. Anything else he'll be doing? I mean, where's your? You got zero time now. Baseball, chess team. He plays chess too. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Take it. Hey, it's 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? Um, Georgiana. Georgiana, what can we do for you this morning? I just was, I'm listening to your show. I just dropped my son off at school. And why did it cost you guys 30 bucks to get uniforms? Well, this was back in the day. This is probably back like in the 80s or 90s. Uh, I wanted to join uniform. the Boy Scouts when I was a kid. Right. And I remember asking my parents and they said no. And so me and Tiger were talking about how it seems like Anything you want to do these days, you let your kids do it. But back then, I wasn't allowed to do the Boy Scouts, and I don't think I don't think our parents back in the day said yes a whole lot. Oh, because I was like, you know, like when I went to school. I mean, you know, I'm 42, you know, and the uniforms the school provided. You're talking about the school. We're talking about Boy Scouts. Oh, okay. totally different. We got yeah, all, right, all so the wires across. <laughs> okay. okay, I must have missed that point then when Raylan was in the car. Okay. Well, right. no, we pre- you guys have a great day. Hey, you too. Okay. <laughs> the point is, I they, was about they could afford really, the uniform. They just didn't want to put in the effort. I was about to be really upset if the Boy Scout uniforms were free back in the day and they just <laughs> lied to me and told me that they were $30. <laughs> Close to 100 today. Tomorrow, we're definitely over 100, about 105 or so. It's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Tig, I had a question for you about uh, baseball. I guess more specifically T-ball. Did your son, he played T-ball, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, has a kid ever hit a home run off of the T? I've never heard of a case. And is it possible to hit a home run off of the T? And even T-ball, like even if an adult tried it, would it be possible? Yeah, an adult could probably do it because you're. It's a t-ball field. It's small, so yeah, you could probably whack that out of the park. I don't think so, man. Because they, you got like the physics don't seem to work out. Well, anyway, in t-ball, Daniel, it, hitting the ball is the first miracle. Just hitting the ball, much less a home run. The second miracle is they run to the right base when they're that young. The third miracle is they don't see a butterfly and start chasing it. Uh, well, listen, Ken Burns, I don't want to go over the history of baseball. <laughs> I want to know if you can hit a home run off a tee. A kid, probably not. I have never heard of a case. Could adult, you yourself? Yes, of course. How, on, though? On a t-ball field? It's small, man. Yes. But it just seems like you need the motion of the pitch in order to get it off of the... Uh, well, the people, motion of the pitch, you, you take that plus the, the motion of the bat maybe would make it go but if you have just a stationary ball sitting on a tee i don't know if it's possible well people play golf and they hit it a long ways that's a golf ball this is a baseball see you don't have a mind for science like i do tig i'm like oppenheimer you're like dumb oppenheimer you're like dumb oppenheimer i asked you could a a kid hit a a home run off a tee and i said no or a human being and then you go into the history of baseball well let me tell you about shoeless joe jackson He hit one off a tee <laughs> without a shoe on. I don't think, I think if there's no motion of the ball, and that particular, that a ball is bigger than a golf ball. No, but the energy of a pitched ball and then the energy of a, a bat that is swung, it'll add to the distance you get. However, hitting it off a tee where there's no movement whatsoever, inward. I feel like the swing of a golf club is faster than the swing of a bat. That's why I think it might be impossible to hit a home run off a tee. All right, go take your little video camera and go out there and do it today and see if you can do it. Well, first of all, don't have a bat, don't have a baseball, (laughs) don't have a tee. Mm -hmm. I ain't doing all that. I want you to do it. See, I'm the mind. You're the lab monkey. I'm like Oppenheimer. I am the guy that... You don't even know his name. You said Oppenheim? I'm the guy that comes up with the idea. You're the guy that tries it.
Okay. <laughs> Don't you have all that stuff? Yeah, I got all that. So take it all out there today. All right. Take it out there tomorrow. It's only 105 degrees. It's a great day to go play baseball <laughs> with no shade. <laughs> right. It's 98.5 The Bull. Luke Combs. Fast car. So we know uh, Oklahoma Zone Zach Bryan set some new records at the BOK Center, but uh, other ones he set too. Welcome in. It's 98.5 The Bull. Did you see is brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park. Check this out. Oh, my God. My video messed up. I'm sorry, Daniel. Well, was that an ad you were playing? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know how when I'm trying to play songs, it plays an ad instead? I don't get I've it. I've told you a hundred times, you got to be like me and you know, get that YouTube premium, buddy. Only $10 a month, and then you, go, you don't have ads. Well, anyway, Zach Bryan, he... Uh, he he um Boy, you he are set some, some records. Of, <laughs> you were some type of ding dong. What is going you? on with my computer? Anyway, that they had some records set, okay. the attendance records, but also then they did concession records, like how much stuff was bought, you know, beers and pretzels and things, and they also had merchandise, like records. And so he broke every record at the BOK on Friday night. Zach Bryan did, mm-hmm. and then he broke his own record again Saturday night. Like he outdid himself Saturday. Better that, than Friday night. That was a heck of a show. I saw people lined up there very early during the day, and a police officer here, Officer Chris in town, said he saw people uh, on Friday or Saturday morning lining up, lining up uh, as early as 6 in the morning. So it was a great show. I can't wait till he comes back. What's the logic of lining up at 6 in the morning? Is that people with pit passes? Because otherwise you have a assigned seat, so it wouldn't make sense for you to get there that early. A lot of people had floor seats, so yeah, you try to get there so you can rush in and get the best spot available. Yeah, but what do you do, wear a diaper? Because it doesn't matter. If you get there and you're the first, okay, great. But what happens when you have to go to the bathroom? Well, you lose we'll your say spot. That, that crowd in there, I noticed that both days that we were there, I didn't see any drama, any fighting, any pushing, any shoving, anything like that. So I think... Uh, in that situation, if you were there and had a nice place in front of the stage, you went to the bathroom and came back, I think those folks would let you back in. Also, Daniel, did you see this? Daniel doesn't like me talking about this, but um, tonight, if you look up in the sky, you might see there's something called Starlink that'll fly over Tulsa tonight. And it's Elon Musk's satellites, but he put them all in a row. It's like a line of satellites. So mm-hmm. I've seen the International Space Station. That was cool. But then... This one is a big line of satellites, so it's hard to miss. And tonight, about 9.06, you can look up in the sky and see these. 9.06, you say, around that time? 9.06. Did you see this? Uh, ESPN was interviewing a Little Leaguer, Little Leaguer's parents. He hits a home run during it, and here they are. Did you get the pregame hug in? Uh, Maybe about half a dozen today. Uh Uh-oh, Lappy, right field. Forget about it. Julie was interviewing a parent. Yeah, I'd like to think it was the interview effect. You have that halo effect. How about that? It was amazing. Oh, my goodness. I, you knew it was gone just the moment you heard it. Just the crack of the bat. Seems like if you're at the uh, Little League World Series, you wouldn't interview the, the parents when the kid was up at bat, or unless you're doing it on purpose just in case he gets a home run. What a satisfying sound, by the way, the crack of that bat when it hits a home run. Do you think if I played you some audio of pitches, you could tell me if it was a home run or not just based on the audio? No, I don't think I could. Could be a foul ball. Long foul ball. Could be a long home run. We just don't know. You see this? Got a, a viral video here. A TikToker asked teens in Beverly Hills, California, which is known to be like a rich part of the country, what the average American makes. And here's what the uh, the teens had to say. How much do you think the average American makes a year? Maybe like 400K. How much do you think the average American makes a year? Mm, I don't know, maybe like half a million. How much do you think that the average American makes a year? 90 to 100K. How much do you think the average American makes a year? 200,000? 250,000? Yeah, what do you think, Tag, the average American makes? I don't know the answer. Um, I could tell you that I think a household income probably averages around 70 to 80. Uh, according to the research, the median American worker, and that means people that live in New York to to here, to, to everywhere, like all over the country, uh, $54,000 a year, hmm. which seems pretty high to me. That seems high to you? Well, I, I, still, I my mind, I guess, is trapped in so 1995, like where I think that. 54000 so it's not an average. That just means it's a, you said it's a median. Mm-hmm. So half the people in America make less than that. Half the people in America make more than that, basically. Right. How about uh, this? I got a flashback video here. 
1988, this video is a news report. I want you to, whenever you can guess the name of the restaurant, I want you to just say it into the microphone. Okay. What's this uh, news report about this new restaurant that just came out in 1988? It's called the Olive Garden. Oh, it's a new on. Italian restaurant, <laughs> and it is so popular that Olive ever Garden? since it opened, which was about one month ago, they have had 45-minute waits at lunch and dinner. I mean, people are just going in droves to this place. Now, there's a big parking lot outside. It's a very convenient suburban restaurant. And when you go in, you see what they're going for, which is they call kind of an Italian garden setting. It is a very open space. It seats a lot of people, over 300 people. And they do have a, a kind of an Italian decor. They have some murals on the wall like this. They have some umbrellas on the tables that feel like an Italian courtyard. And what now, sometimes people will make fun of the Olive Garden and all that. N name me somebody that just doesn't like Olive Garden. Well, I guess, what is the criticism? It's not really Italian. Yeah. It's like saying Taco Bell is really Mexican. It's really not. Right. But, I mean, we enjoy it, so, you know, what the heck? Who cares? I find it to be delicious. What do you play in there? A little Italian music. Oh, okay. Is that uh, the Godfather theme? Yeah. What's not to like about Olive Garden? They got unlimited bread rolls or whatever. Uh... Bread sticks. Bread sticks. They bring out that big A salad mm -hmm. that's apparently I, unlimited. I could eat that whole salad myself, buddy. Could you not? That's pretty good, man. What what happens if you go to Olive Garden and you just order the salad? I do it all the time. You can order the soup salad and breadsticks. It's only like nine dollars at lunch. And you it's unlimited. Eat a feast. But do they frown on you if you order that and then you don't eat it all and you take a bunch of it home? Or are you supposed to eat it all there? I mean, they'll give you the leftover stuff. They're not going to return the scraps to the kitchen. No, they don't. You think they frown on you for taking home leftovers? I got a question for you. This is a, a serious question. You I, worked in a restaurant, right? Yes. Let's say that I ordered the breadsticks at Olive Garden. And I don't touch two of them. They clean off the table. Did they put that thing back on the... No, uh, absolutely not. No. Are you sure about 100 that? 100% sure. I've worked in many restaurants. Never have I ever seen anybody do something like that. Why not? Well, believe it or not, when you, know, when you work at a restaurant, you, you kind of take that stuff seriously. It's a responsibility in, in uh, touching people's food. Or... So they'll throw away two perfectly good breadsticks. Yes. And no one would ever know if you just put them back in the, uh, the big vat of breadsticks that you later delivered to other customers. We didn't do that kind of thing back in the day. We certainly wouldn't do it now with every camera. Anybody uh, that's yeah. got a cell phone caught you doing that? Uh, no. I never saw one time in my whole restaurant industry did i see somebody mess with somebody's food only once but daniel was so broke when he worked in a restaurant that whenever somebody didn't finish their wine he'd drink it uh that is absolutely not true wouldn't do <laughs> that either told me. never tig we're gonna get a bible in here i'm trying to tell the one story i saw somebody messing with somebody's food it was in my hometown okay good and this lady named shannon we worked at a pizza place together and shannon had a boyfriend and that dude broke up with shannon to go out with another lady mm-hmm well, the other lady came into the pizza place one time to order a pizza. Oh, boy. Who did she order it from? The old girl. Shannon. Mm -hmm. No, Shannon's making that pizza, and I look up there. She spat in the pizza. That's the only time I ever saw anybody do such a thing. But I almost blame New Girl for, you don't go to your, <laughs> your new stupid. boyfriend's old girlfriend to get a pizza made. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. When you think about the great people in history, Daniel, that have changed society, you think of um, uh, Newton trying to figure out what the heck is gravity? What is this, this gravity thing? And you think about John Glenn going to space, the first American to do so. But Daniel's big question this morning is, can a t-ball player hit a home run over the fence from a t-ball? Because your, your idea is that the ball is not in motion. It's stationary, so there's no energy in that ball. You just got to hit it with a bat and get it over the fence. Right. I, you've never seen your son never hit a home run off the tee, did no, he? No, 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 I never. I've never heard of a case where a kid hit a home run off a tee ball, but we do have a guy that I think he might be able to shed some light on this if you'd like, Daniel. Yes, play. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, I just wanted to weigh in on the uh, tee ball discussion. All right, what do you think? Um, I've been playing and coaching baseball for 30 years and when my oldest boy was six years old we played in muskogee we played in a world series event in muskogee a team from oklahoma city and the fields there are eight u fields they're not even the tiny t-ball fields 
and we were in 6U T-ball, used real baseballs, not the rubber T-balls, but real balls. Um, and I watched two kids hit one over those fences off of a tee. And they were six years old? Yeah, six years old. Well, I'd love to see that, Tig. I bet I, I bet the crowd went crazy. I bet the kids went crazy. Yeah, and uh, you can Google it. There's a, a, a Facebook video going viral right now of a kid in 6UT ball that absolutely crushed one over the fence. And they're calling him like Baby Babe or something like that. <laughs> but you can Google that and check that out. Wow. Well, well, there you go. That answers our question. That is, uh, that's fascinating. Man, I would love to see that, Ty. Could you imagine looking at the kid's face? Uh, yep, that's all I had. I just wanted to weigh in and let you guys know I've seen it in person. Well, so, I appreciate that. All right. Have a good weekend, brother. Tiger Daniel on Netflix. You know what one of my simple pleasures in life, Daniel, is? I feel maybe I'm a bad person for this. What's that? Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. We were talking about how narrow some of the streets are around here, like South Lewis. It is a four lane, but I swear the lanes are more narrow. I get intimidated driving down that road because it feels like the car that's right next to me, I mean, it is right next to me, and there's no room for error. You know, uh, an inch or two over, you might be in a crash. Why don't we get a measuring tape and find out if it's actually I think it's got to be. Is it in not? our head or is it real? I feel I'm, I'm just like you. I know exactly what you're talking about. South Lewis, I would say that little stretch there where Sonic is and then on down between there and... Yeah, it's it's it's. How brutal. would you describe it? It's just too narrow. I feel like I'm going to crash every time I go there. I'm either going to hit the curb or I'm going to hit the car next to me. It's very intimidating. But you know what I like is that a lot of people, the the speed limit on that road is 35, 40 miles an hour. A lot of people decide they're going to go about 55. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't like that because I'm already nervous and we're already only got like four inches of clearance between each other. Then some idiot comes up. My favorite thing in the world, though, is a guy who goes past me really fast. But he catches a light ahead of me, and I end up at the same point as he did anyway. And I look over at him. I'm just having the time of my life. I'm like, see, it didn't help you to go that fast, did it? Why have you hit the age now where you concern yourself with how fast other people are going in their cars? Because it's a safety issue. I don't like driving down narrow roads and people are weaving in and out of traffic like morons. Because I feel like I'll crash, and I've got a kid in the car. And what is so important in your life that you'll put my family's life at risk so you can get to the bar or wherever you're going. Why can't you just mind your own business when people are I driving? I am minding my damn business. No, you're not. And that's you're because always, I'm concerned about my family. You concern yourself with how fast people are going because that's just what happens when you get older. Just admit it. Even if your kid's not in the car, you're. I've seen you with this road rage. You have a hard time minding your own business when you're in traffic. You just do. I used to be a bad driver. I mean, when I say bad, I mean I was an aggressive driver. I would go really fast everywhere. Mm. And then as soon as I had that kid, that drive home from the hospital, that'll change it, man. Once you got that little seven-pound human in the car, I drove like I was driving Miss Daisy, man. Yeah. I mean, and so it's it's I guess it's caught on. And now if the speed limit's 35, I'm going about 35. And then also monitoring what everybody else yeah, is doing, Yeah, and then too. I judge other drivers because they're all more. I'm the only good driver in Tulsa, basically, what I'm saying. <laughs> Just thought that Everybody as Tyke's gotten older, that's his big hobby now is monitoring speed. He even put those green little uh, look like army men outside that says slow children at play. They're two plastic things holding. Uh, yeah, like in my neighborhood. flags that's so awful and ridiculous looking. The city came by and collected them. Yeah, they, the city said I couldn't have slow. They said I couldn't have signs out that said slow down. That's what the city said. Yeah. And then they came and took them. We all know the people that's got too much, you know, too many signs in their yard about slowing down. But, uh, you know, I get it. You're looking out for the kids. <laughs> I am, actually.